Hello, and welcome to the Divorced Dadvocate, where we help dads create a healthier and less traumatic divorce. My name is Jude Sandoval. I am your host. Thanks so much for being here today. I am recording now from my new stand-up, schnazzy stand-up desk. So maybe, uh, hopefully, that will uh, improve the production quality of the video, at least. Those of you who are listening, I don't know that it will matter, unless, uh, unless of course, it may make me feel more empowered standing up and talking uh, with more authority to you. Who knows? If you notice a difference, uh, put some put some notes in uh, in the show, in, in the in the comments below uh, in whatever platform you're listening to. But uh, anyway, on a more serious note, uh, today we are going to be talking about letting go and forgiveness. Uh, somewhat of a challenging topic sometimes, and also somewhat of maybe a little bit of an overlooked topic, particularly the forgiveness part and what we're going to try to talk about and, and what I'm going to go through is the concept of disentanglement and help you to uh, figure out some uh, strategies and a process for disentanglement and then also learn about the fears of letting go and a process that, uh, that will help with that uh, and some techniques also at the end for for um, for doing forgiveness, for giving forgiveness. And uh, we're going to talk about why that's a gift to you and yourself, uh, much more so than it is to whomever you might be forgiving. But before we dive in, I just wanted to make a, a quick show note, and that is on the divorcedadvocate.com, we've got the cool new divorce quiz. If you're curious as to where you're at in comparison to other people, who have gone through divorce. This is a fantastic tool. It's going to take you about 15, 20 minutes to go through the questions. Then it's going to shoot out um, just a synopsis of where you're at in comparison to the others who have taken the quiz. It's, um, it's a fantastic tool. Jump on there, the divorcedadvocate.com, click on divorce quiz and go through it and you'll get some instant results and might, uh, might help you gauge kind of where you're at and what you need to work on. Uh, also, the group meetings have been filling up fantastically. Uh, our semi-monthly uh, semi Saturday meetings. So in the show notes below, check that out and sign up and get together with uh, some other divorced or divorcing dads to, to share and, and chat about uh, what's going on. Absolutely, positively necessary for you to surround yourself with a community of men that will support you during this during this challenging time. And the Divorce Dads uh, Meetup Group has been a, a great one that's been going on. And there's uh, been a lot of guys that have been going through the process uh, and have been showing up a lot who now have gone through the process and are supporting the others that are just going through it. So please check that out. It's a great free resource. All right, forgiveness and letting go. The, the one big thing about this is that disentanglement process that has to take place when you're going through the divorce. And, you know, the, the painful feelings of, uh, you know, letting go and the strong feelings that you have for the other person almost create this, um, this uh, you, you've seen the Chinese finger cuffs thing where you've where you're intertwined and you've got them in there. And, and for those of you who are listening, I'm, I'm showing with my hands where you've got your fingers 
intertwined together, but you're pull, trying to pull apart and you can't because it's, you've got too much uh, resistance still on that. And that is the, that is the greatest uh, challenge in this letting go part. And, you know, two common challenges are one, remaining friends while you're going through this process. And oftentimes, particularly the person that is that has filed or what, what um, Bruce Fisher calls in his rebuilding book, the, the dumper wants to try to remain friends and ease this process because there's somewhat of a feeling of guilt around being the person that's maybe a little ahead of the game here and is, and is filing. And this is a huge mistake in the sense that it does not allow either party to work through their feelings because you can't get to a place where you are uh, in friendship or you are developing a friendship if you haven't worked through the whole process of disentangling and not being in a love relationship and a, and, and a romantic relationship with that person anymore if you haven't gone through those pro that process and you haven't allowed the other person to go through the process of understanding and working through what those uh, emotions are that come up and, all, and, and processing those into feelings and understanding what those are. So remaining friends is one big challenge. So this doesn't mean you gotta be uh, un unfriendly and not nice and just cut off all communication because obviously as a divorcing or divorced dad, you're gonna have communication. You're gonna have to have communication with your ex in co-parenting and during the process and working out what that's going to look like. So you can still remain cordial, but the point being is, you know, not trying to remain friends, trying to de de like develop this kind of friendship arena or space, going out to lunch or whatever that might be until you've allowed the person to go through uh, the process until you've gone through uh, the process as well. Now, the flip side and the second point of that is the runaway syndrome, which is, you know, you, you want to just run away from it. You don't want to deal with any of the feelings that are, are coming up and you're not going to allow yourself to disentangle from, uh, from your soon to be ex. And you're just going to find different ways in order to, um, to uh, hide from and repress anything that's, that's going on. And that also doesn't allow you to work through those feelings uh, uh, is, as well. And if you can avoid that, then it can be a therapeutic process in, in going through and dealing with those, um, uh, those painful feelings. And none of us want to feel these painful feelings that come up. It's not something that we're hoping for. It's not something that that we um, really <laughs> that we really look forward to, but I liken it to the same as when you make the uh, commitment to getting fit again and getting back into the gym or starting exercise again. You know that that pain is coming in your body and your muscles, and you don't necessarily look forward to it, but you know that the outcome is going to be a greater positive in the long run than that short-term pain. And then what happens when you start getting into it, you start seeing and learning how you can deal with 
that short-term pain and exercising. And then it also starts to subside a little bit. You start to get used to it. And this is a, this is a really interesting, tricky one that you know, now down the road a little bit, some of that, that emotional pain, some of those strong feelings after a while start to subside. Now you still get emotions coming up, but that deep pain after you've learned to work through it and work on it starts to subside. It's not as painful in the beginning. It can be dehabilitatingly um, uh, painful, just like those first few weeks of working out again, you can be so unbelievably sore and pain in pain. But after a while, it really starts to serve you in a more positive, um, uh, positive manner. Um, there, another point on this disentanglement is that there seems to be a, a connection between the some th uh, three of the, the key building blocks of so the building blocks that that I uh, teach in the divorce dad's blueprint, we go through these uh, building blocks uh, that we utilize in order to go through the, the process. And if you want more information on this, number one, it's based off Bruce Fisher's book rebuilding when your relationship ends. Um, great book in the class and we have a new one coming up August 22nd is six weeks of working through these building these building blocks and it's a, uh, a proven effective step-by-step -step process of putting your life back together again after divorce and so several of these building blocks that we teach in the class seem to be correlated and these building blocks are are things that we go through during the divorce process and and one of them is, is denying, right? That's, uh, that the relationship is ending. And if we can deal with that emotion of, of denial that it's, that it's ending, there's a, there's, a, there's a great saying that um, your divorce might not be over, but your marriage is. And so if you can accept that fact and get out of the denial, this is gonna help you in the process of going forward and letting go uh, of the relationship and then create, you know, disentangling yourself from your, your, from your future acts. The other is grieving, grieving the loss of the relationship. This was something that I've talked about uh, in other podcasts and one that I truly ignored because I had no idea that there was a grieving process for a, the ending of a relationship. We have a grieving process for common things like the death of uh, a loved one. And that's, pretty acceptable. We know what that process is, but nobody ever talks about and nobody ever told me, well, there's a grieving process around the ending of your relationship. There's also a grieving process around all kinds of different things in the ending of uh, your marriage, like that you're no longer going to, it could be, and for me, it was, I'm no longer going to have the same uh, the the same family structure and unit that I believed that I was going to have. I had to, to grieve that I was going to be a single dad. Now I never had thought that that was going to happen. I also had to grieve that I was only going to see my kids fifty percent of the time. That was also another difficult, challenging one to to go through too. So going through that grieving process is going to be huge in order to start disentangling from your future ex. Uh, the last one is what we're talking about, which is letting go of the dead relationship. 
you may not accept the fact that your relationship is dead, but all signs are pointing to it. If you're, if you're at this process, potentially if you're listening to this, um, that may be the case And letting go is one of those three, the denying, the grieving, the letting go seem to be all correlate together. So if you can work on those three steps and, and the class, the book helps, the class is absolutely phenomenal. It's surrounded with other men that are going through these steps as well. It's not all linear, but some of it is built up in kind of a pyramid shape because you go through those emotions first, and then you got to go through that process, understanding where you're at in the process, and then learning how to deal with those emotions and then learning what your responsibility was in the ending of the relationship and then moving forward with the letting go and uh, self-awareness of uh, how to have a better relationship going forward. So, you know, I, 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 I talked about the, the dumpers a little bit earlier or the uh, person who has filed for the divorce. If you have done that, it is critical that you, you know, that you do it with strength courage and firmness. Those are three important words, strength, courage, and firmness. And here's another flip side to that as well. And thinking about because 70% of women file for divorce and understanding that if, if, if you are the, the dumper or the, the, the person who has been, you know, has received papers that there is an immense amount of uh, courage that it takes in filing, even if you're the woman that is filing. So having that perspective too, in that it, you know, having the strength, the courage, and, and the firmness to, to do that and start the process is not a simple process. So whichever end of the spectrum you're on, it's incredibly important to, to do that. If you are the one filing, make sure that you're steadfast in going forward. And if you haven't quite made that decision yet, don't do it unless you know that you've worked through being able to have that strength, courage, and firmness in moving forward. Because going back and being wishy-washy, trying to be friends, um, just is more heart-wrenching and difficult for not only yourself, but your, uh, your soon-to-be ex as well. And the other part of that is it's incredibly challenging for the children if it's back and forth and they don't see that there is some real specific, clear uh, ways in which you are going through this process and also helping through them through the process if you're not doing it with the strength and the firmness and, uh, and the courage that, that you need to do that. And it's in our masculine nature to be able to, to uh, exhibit those attributes, but uh, often, oftentimes we we lose them. So make sure that you, that you are, if you can't find a coach, find a therapist to uh, help you work through that before you get into that process, um, um, because it's going to make it incredibly uh, challenging. So let's, uh, let's talk uh, about a few ways that you can let go and uh, some strategies for doing so. One of them is uh, create a full and rich life for yourselves. When we get into family units and we get married and we have kids, oftentimes we, begin, we become siloed 
and lots of the things that we used to enjoy doing, activities, friendships, etc., um, hobbies, even just your passion for your work may have fallen by the wayside or at least waned a little bit. So starting to build up and creating that, that rich and full life that you envision. And this is the first step in the Dad's Guide to Divorce that we talk about. Uh, that's the downloadable that we've talked about in previous podcasts. And in that first step is creating a vision and direction for yourself. And that's what, uh, that's what I do with, uh, with clients in, in, in private practice here. And, and when we're talking about uh, the process is the first thing, creating that vision and direction, how you want your life to look. Now that might, um, you know, that might be looking for a new job. Now, maybe you can't do that right now in, in the divorce process, that might be problematic, but thinking about envisioning what it is that you want to do, what's gonna fulfill you. It could be creating uh, friends, finding new friends or forming new friendships, uh, creating a uh, support system around you. And that's critical during the divorce, but also going forward, once you're, once you're single again, you might not have the kids all the time, having that support system is, incredibly uh, helpful. And that's something that's often overlooked. And as men, we become isolated, creating a support system, finding those friends, you know, being around other people is critically important in general, but particularly right now during this process. Uh, and the other ones, uh, hobbies, anything that fills you up, go back, find some hobbies that's, uh, that you used to like to do and get back involved, or even better, go find some new ones that you are interested in that might get you excited that might uh, that might lift you up and help you to start you know getting back into things and that can be uh, that can be anything any kind of interest that that you have and once you start creating this rich life uh, around you it's going to help you in that process of letting go you'll be able to to share this with your with your children you're going to create this new um, this new environment, which is what we're going to be talking about as the next step, creating an environment and starting to move forward with your life as a divorced dad. So let's talk about that second step, which is the creates um, create your environment. So first part of that is create your environment, not the environment that you have left over from from the, from the divorce or from going through the divorce, create your environment that is, that is yours. So that might mean removing pictures from the house of your ex. That might be changing uh, out your, your bedroom if you're still in what was the marital house or a shared house or a shared space that you were in. Uh, that could be changing the sheets. Uh, that could be repainting. That could be any kind of, of different things. It could be remodeling your home making it your own. It could be getting a different car that more, suits more of your needs or your wants and your desires, um, but creating that environment for you and your kids. So another part of that is since you'll be separating uh, environments and whether that's you're staying in the marital home or you're finding your own place, get some buy-in from the kids, get, get them involved in it too, because that's going to be beneficial going forward in helping them create that space. Just like you're going to be adapting to and trying to let go of what the, the dynamic and the structure was before, they're going, to be, they're going to need to be doing that as well. So including them in creating that space 
is helpful as, as well in creating that environment that is, that is theirs at dad's. And that's an important thing. That is your environment. That is dad's house. That is dad's place. That is dad's, um, you know, family environment with the children. And the sooner you create that for yourself and for the kids, the, the, the sooner and, and more helpful it's going to be in that letting go process. Um, the third is limit contact. And I, I talked about that briefly uh, about uh, earlier about the friendship and trying to create a dynamic of, of friendship. Again, right now might not be is not the best time to start trying to develop what that relationship will look like. Get through what you need to get through and then you can start to create the space and slowly work through creating a, uh, a relationship that is a friendship going forward. But limiting contact is going to help um, in, which is the fourth point, in controlling those emotions that come up in controlling the thoughts that come up, if you're ruminating on stuff, um, and you know, if you're not talking all the time, if you're not spending time together within reason, right? You still have kids that you need to co-parent with. There's still gonna be times you need to communicate. There might be events that you need to go to. So there might be times where you need to, but if you can limit that as much as possible, um, outside of that, that's going to help you work through this process as much as, as, as possible and let go. And the last point I want to make on this, on the letting go, is the point of forgiveness. So we talked all about letting go, but the final one is actual forgiveness. And forgiveness is not for the other person. The forgiveness is for you to let go. And I want, I want you to take away one question from the forgiveness idea. And that is ask yourself, what feeling would I feel strongest if I did let go of my ex love relationship of my ex? What is the one feeling that you would feel? Now, it's going to be different for everybody, but oftentimes I hear this was the experience for me is fear, fear of something. It could be fear of not being loved again, fear of not having a relationship again, fear of not having a family uh, unit together, fear of losing your kids. Fear is a big one. So working through letting go of that fear uh, through forgiveness can be absolutely freeing. And there's one concept, the best concept that I have found in doing that, and it is, it is, a, uh, it is a Hawaiian concept, and it is called Ho'oponopono. And it's a brief four-step, just uh, really a mantra or a meditation where you say to yourself, I'm sorry, I love you, please forgive me, and thank you. And you can, be, you can start with saying that to yourself uh, and forgiving yourself, right? So you can start with forgiveness of yourself for whatever that may be. For, for me, it was the guilt around having my marriage and, and not having the family that I believed that I wanted to have or that I should have. So I had to start with forgiving myself first and go through the Ho'opono and continue to tell myself, I'm sorry, I love you, please forgive me, thank you. And it's a beautiful thing. You can do it. You just 
mentally say it, it's a, a mantra, you can say it in prayer form, you can say it in meditation while you're sitting quietly, you can do it while you're walking uh, around the block or in the park. Ho'oponopono, I'll put that in the show notes below if you want to click on a link to find some more information about it. But then you can expand it further into um, more of forgiving other people. And the link that I share with you and the worksheet that uh, I share will help you work through that or get in contact with me and uh, send me a message and I'll help you with that uh, as well. So that is letting go and forgiveness, some critical ways to help you through this process that you're going through. And I know that it's incredibly painful. I've felt it. Talk to men every day. Surround yourself with some community. Get in touch with the rest of the Divorce Advocate community. In the show notes below, we've got all kinds of free resources from downloads to workshops to classes to the group meetings. Um, if you've also found this helpful, please share it. Share it on social media because we're paying it forward. We're sharing it with other divorced dads out there. And by doing so, that we're, we're bringing more people into the fold and helping more men to um, go through this process and um, come out on the, on the back end with a healthier and less traumatic divorce. So thanks for listening today. Again, like us, uh, subscribe to us, share with your friends. And my name is Jude Sandoval, the Divorced Advocate, and we'll talk to you next week.